Hi there, I'm James Dapache, and this is Coffee and a Case Note. Today we are going to talk about a purchaser, or would-be purchaser, of some luxury goods. Uh, we've got some luxury furniture, some luxury household stuff. Now I say would-be purchaser because this would-be purchaser sent some money off to the would-be supplier, uh, but there were no luxury goods sent in return. There is some complexity to these facts though, so we're going to get into it, don't worry. Um, at first instance, which is to say, the first time the matter came before the court, um, the would-be purchaser went to the district court and essentially sued and said, hey, I paid this money, the money should be paid back to me, and there's some complexity, but essentially she won against one party and lost against another party. So let's get into this in a bit more detail. One party she sued was a dad. One party was a son who was also a minor under the age of 18. And what was alleged was that dad and son were in business together in this luxury goods supplying enterprise and that in causing money to be paid over to dad and son, dad and son were jointly and severally liable. They both had to pay back the money. Now in the district court at first instance, what the judge said was, yeah, yeah, dad is liable to pay it back, but son is not. And so our purchaser, appealed that decision. Now, just as a bit of background knowledge that we might come back to a little later, uh, purchaser did not actually make the relevant payments. Purchaser caused a related entity of purchases, which is a company that was at the time under external administration to make the payments. So we've got that, that complexity bubbling along too. Now, what happened is this. We have our purchaser heads off to the district court, wins in respect of dad, loses in respect of son, and the court has to really get into the details of what's going on. Now, son gives evidence to the effect that dad is very controlling and that son is a mere conduit for dad running his business. Dad has previously been convicted of drug-related offences and has spent some time in jail. That's not directly relevant, but uh, it might give a flavour as to the uh, unusual nature of the way uh, dad runs this enterprise. Now let's dive into the payments a bit more specifically as well. Now purchaser didn't pay, but purchaser caused the, her related entity to pay, where some of the payments went off to the bank account, the New York bank account of a company that dad used to run that no longer exists. <clears throat> and then two of the payments went into a bank account in the name of Sun. And so what purchaser is doing is saying, right, I wanna claw back those New York bank account payments and I want to claw back the payments made to Sun on the basis that Sun took a benefit from at least the payments made into the bank account in Sun's name. Now, what the Court of Appeal says on appeal is, hey, the district court judge found that the Sun was indeed uh, under the control of Dad, uh, found that after reviewing the bank statements, uh, the amount Sun took out of this account was de minimis, was very, very little indeed. And essentially, the bank account, despite being in son's name, was essentially for dad and under dad's control. And so what that meant is that the payment even into son's account was not for son's benefit. And so son did not have to pay back the money. The Court of Appeal agreed. And as a result of the appeal, what the court found was, yes, that's right. Dad does indeed have to pay back the money. 
and some does not, including for the reasons I just explained and to reiterate the point that Sun is also a minor and this arrangement was entered into when Sun was under the age of 18. So what we found today was that our would-be purchaser was probably not even the right plaintiff, is another comment the Court of Appeal made, because the would-be purchaser didn't spend the money, remember it was a related entity of the would-be purchaser, and we had this messy relationship where the Court of Appeal essentially accepted, yeah that's right, it's dad who's got to pay back, but son doesn't have to pay anything. I hope that was of interest and assistance to you, and I look forward to joining you again soon for another coffee and another case note. Cheers.